I love Parker, Arizona because it's where I learned how to wakeboard and wake surf. Thanks, Chris O. Uh, I went out there when I was 16. We drove out there on a whim, and uh, we've been going out there ever since. I love being able to water ski first thing in the morning and kayak three to four hours per day. Parker, my second home since 1989. Parker has hands down the best sunsets in the world. Every year we come out to the two-float, vacation there as much as possible. All about the river, man. From the shores of the Colorado River on the beautiful Parker Strip, you're listening to the Parker Livecast. When and where is this year's tube float, 2018? Uh, I find that question to be very interesting. Miss Mary Hamilton, how are you? I'm well. How are you, John? I am well, too. It's been a while since you've been in here with me. It is. It has been. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't Why like it. Why is that? Why is that? I don't like it. I'm I don't not like a fan. It either. Yeah. Man, we got to do this more often. We do. We do. So tube float is coming up. Tube. I just uh, love this event. You know that. Yes. And we always talk about it every year. I try to get mm-hmm. you know the latest info from you on what the plans are, because I'm always very excited by it. And uh, this year, it's when is it? First of all, it is June 9th. Saturday, June 9th. Saturday, June 9th. Okay, well, that's coming up. It is coming up. There'll be memorial, and then a weekend, and then tube float. Okay, and it's it's a good time to talk about it. So the the tube float, of course, you know, it's almost become the kickoff of summer. Do we agree? Yeah. Memorial memorial is big. The kickoff to summer, but you know some kids are still in school, and we have right. a you know a high demographic of uh, second homeowners that mm-hmm. come from Southern California, and so their kids are still in school. So, right. um, you know, we don't really recommend kids go on the two float, but anyway, yeah, Memorial it, two floats bigger than Memorial. It's yeah. bigger than Fourth of July. It's bigger than Labor Day. Um, it's it, a big it's created weekend. the fourth summer holiday weekend in the Parker area. Right. Thousands of people on the river. Thousands. And this is, uh, so it's grown and grown and grown. And as time has gone on, the event route has changed and some other things have changed. And last year you made a big change. So do you want to talk about like, where and when and what the logistics are. Yeah. First of all, I want to say it really hasn't grown. I will say that we are getting more people to register. Oh, I see. So those are the numbers that you're seeing coming out of our office. We've always had 8,000 people on the water. Yeah. We've always had 8,000 people on the water. And in previous years, um, you know, prior to um, 2013, we only had about 10% of those folks registering. So about 8,000. 800 people were registering out of 8,000 out of 8,000. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we put it online. We made it easy for people to, you know, give us their money. Right. And, um, and so we, we brought our registrations up, um, by 50%. So, nice. um, you know, we, we hover right around 5,000. I, I don't think I'd want to go any more than 6,000. Mm-hmm. Um, are you talking about registered floaters uh, well or? if all of them would register that'd be great yeah we know that there's going to people sneak in we mm-hmm. we know that we've taken uh very good steps to uh we moved it from patria flats yeah as a launch to la paz county park mm-hmm. which made it uh, more controllable and mm-hmm. when you have an event of this magnitude you have to have control yeah um we take all the risks and all the liability so you know we have to maintain control of this event so we moved it to La Paz County Park as a launch, and we went to uh, floated down to Blue Water Resort and Casino. Well, after a couple of years of that, um, under my direction, um, we 
did determine, and there was a, a meeting from at the uh, La Paz County Board of Supervisors where the uh, residents were upset, and um, rightly so. Uh, we didn't change it for solely for that reason. We had always been talking about trying to find a shorter route, so mm -hmm. it wasn't because of that. But that original route, there were a lot of houses along there. A lot of houses. And it can be problematic when you're right against private property because... What if a private property owner doesn't want anyone near their dock or on their dock or near their property? So that's a so that was a problem that was being addressed. It what? was a problem. The wind would always come up. Um, it was just too long of a route. It was nine miles. It is now three miles, which it's, is just right. I think so. It's just right, and it's in front of businesses. It's in front of all of the upriver bars, mm -hmm. and um, so it it just makes for a better experience. So the new route starting last year was uh, from Buckskin Mountain State Park to La Paz County Park. Correct. And I did think that was a better route overall. And like mm -hmm. you said, it's shorter, so people don't get as dehydrated and. Well, they don't get as dehydrated. Um, we know we do not. Absolutely do not promote drinking alcohol on the float, but we mm -hmm. know people do. Right. Um, we um, ask them not to bring glass. That's a big deal. Um, but also what you have, John, is uh, there's a, lot, a high demographic of people who aren't used to our high temperatures, our air temperatures. Now, right. you know very well in June that to us, the water's still cold. Yes, um, so you have hot air temperatures and cool water or cold water. So you have a, a risk of hypothermia. Mm -hmm. So um, nine hours of that is not good. No. It's just not good. And you're getting sunburned and you're in cold water and you're getting chilled. And so there's there's a inherent risk of, yeah. of um, heat-related illness. So um, moving it, um, we, we, last year we moved the launch to Buckskin Mountain State Park. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm so grateful to Arizona State Parks for inviting us back this year. Mm -hmm. um, we did a uh, process where we had people come in in their private vehicles and drop folks off. And the drivers drove down to La Paz County Park. They got on one of our shuttles that we hired and brought them back up mm -hmm. and to launch. Well, we had issues with the transportation company that we used last year and they weren't getting the drivers back up in time there wasn't enough shuttles there they were waiting for them to fill up and they just weren't people movers mm. so um we had a big backup on the highway of uh private vehicles and other shuttles as well so this year and at the request of buckskin mountain state park mm -hmm. we are not allowing any private vehicles in buckskin mountain state park Everybody will come to La Paz County Park and park uh -huh. their private vehicles. Uh -huh. They will then get on one of our shuttles, one of our hired shuttles, and they'll be shuttled up to Buckskin Mountain State Park. Those shuttles will be moving continuously and constantly throughout the launch period, which will be from 7 a.m. till about noon. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll keep them moving. We have um, 14 passenger shuttles and trailers Mm -hmm. that um, are being provided from a, a transportation company that we contracted with. And um, so we just feel like this is a, a better yeah, a better plan. Now, nobody will be able to get on the shuttle without a wristband. Mm -hmm. And um, so that is, again, maintaining control right. of our event. Mm -hmm. And um, we will allow other four higher shuttles to enter Buckskin, but all of their 
people on their shuttle have to have a wristband. So if anybody out there is a shuttle carrier in the area and you plan on carrying people for the Parker tube float, you need to contact our office and get the logistics of what's going to be required. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. If, so if they arrive good. with people who don't have wristbands, they will be turned away. Private vehicles will be turned away. They will be directed to La Paz County Park, where, where we will have all of our pre-registered folks, wristbands, grouped by their float name. Um, and we will also do on-site sales at La Paz County Park. There will not be any wristband sales at Buckskin Mountain State Park. Gotcha. Well, so, so if people remember last time, they would have a driver that would bring them up to the float. Mm-hmm. Uh, to start, and then that driver would go back to La Paz County Park and then have to get a shuttle up there. What you're saying is all of that is cut out. Yep. No more sitting in that uh, on that road watching other people float. Correct. Which is kind of what happened last year a little right. bit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so everybody just goes to La Paz County Park, registers, gets a wristband, and jumps on a shuttle. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That seems simpler. It is simpler. And, yeah. and it keeps the float groups together, um, so you're not separated. See, what happened was the drivers weren't getting up quick enough, so there was a big backup on the beach. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any problem with our compressors. We have three ginormous compressors, um, and we thank uh, Spanky's RV and Marine, Don and Greg, for running those compressors for us um, every year. Mm-hmm. And um, each of those compressors has eight long octopus tube f- filler uppers <laughs> right so and they're really fast they they fill things up very quickly so um once people get at two buckskin on the shuttles they offload onto the beach they fill up their rafts and as soon as law enforcement is on the water in front of buckskin mountain state park they can go so the, which is pretty early in the morning Yes, we'll start accepting people into bucks or into La Paz County Park to park at seven. Okay. Yes. So by around eight, people will be floating. Yes, they can be. Absolutely can be. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, and then uh, and that also keeps it where not too many people are at that launch all at the same time going off all at the same time, right? I mean, it seems like, I mean, there'll be a steady supply. Do you know how many shuttles there'll be between the two places or no? Right now I have eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's a steady stream. It's a steady stream and they'll be running constantly. Yeah. Even, you know, even if they're, this is a professional people mover company. Mm-hmm. So I'm very confident that um, this plan will work. Yeah. Our plan worked last year in theory. It did work. It's just, it was, it was just a slow. good plan. It was slow. I mean, you're going to wait in line at Disneyland too. Yeah, you're going to wait. You're going to wait in line. And people will be places. waiting here. It's just that they won't be waiting on the road in their vehicle. They'll be waiting for a shuttle, potentially. Potentially. And uh, just depends on how busy the shuttles get. But I guess you know if they're constantly moving and they know exactly where they're going and they will how- be constantly moving. And the offload shouldn't be any any big deal at all. They get off. The shuttle, they go to the beach, they fill up their stuff, and they go. Yeah, and that shuttle just keeps keeps going. Keeps Circle going. Circle back around, loop. Keeps moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems like it would work to me. Yeah. 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 And uh, I thought it was really good. You know, I don't know if you have any stats on, um, you know, when I think about things like crowd control for big events, mm-hmm. and I have more tolerance maybe than than some people around here because I'm a festival goer Mm -hmm. and someone that, you know, understands that on any big event, no matter what it's going to be, 
you are going to have a certain amount of you know stuff to process so you've got to right. process people you've got to process trash you've got to have you know right. you, you've got to have plans for these things and uh but it seemed less of those issues were present last year i agree I agree. We had, um, speaking with Buckskin Fire Department, mm-hmm. um, we they had way fewer calls for rescues. Okay, good. Way fewer calls. Um, trash pickup was way less. And um, you have a lot of people who are now arriving with a group, with a boat, mm-hmm. and that they can actually be part of the float in the sense that it'll... And it helps you because it means that your resources are not as spread thin, or at least the law enforcement resources or rescue resources are not spread as thin trying to pull people around. And uh, people show up with a boat. That's not a bad thing for the float. No, it's not. And we got permission from the Coast Guard. As a matter of fact, it was actually a, it was one of the recommendations that came out of the 2013 tube float from um, one one of the um, uh, U.S. Uh, Coast Guardsman that was in the patrol Mm -hmm. command. Um, Go ahead and allow the boats. Mm -hmm. Um, For many, many years, boats or vessels were not allowed, and um, it really takes takes the... um, takes the the stress off of our assist vessels. Mm -hmm. Um, Law enforcement will not tow. That's not what they're out there to do. They they're out there to uh, to keep the peace. They're out there to rescue, um, along with um, first responders. Right. There, that's what they're out there to do. So public safety, baby. Public safety, exactly. Well, uh, and and so, what do people do if they do have a group, but they are bringing a boat? That seems like it's a little bit more involved because they have to launch the boat. And where do they do that? Well. It- now, if they're staying at a resort along the Colorado River here in Parker, they can tow their group to the to the launch. Mm-hmm. Um, they can come by our office and pick up their wristbands at any time. They can stop at La Paz County Park and pick up their wristbands and go on to Buckskin and and then just come down and float with everybody. I see. Um, that is one way that several of the resorts have been doing it for years. Just towing a group up, or okay. or bringing a group up by boat and mm-hmm. offloading their tubes and filling them up. Um, don't come to La Paz County Park with your tubes inflated because you'll have to deflate them to get on the shuttles. That's true. Yeah, yeah. there's no room in there. Yeah, so um, we're we're really excited about this plan. We we think it's going to make for a better experience for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, we it is a fundraiser for our nonprofit organization, but. Um, at, there was one time when you know it was talked about getting rid of the tube float, um, but the businesses really depend on on this event. Well, if I recall, a lot of the businesses around here stepped up at that point to say, "Let's let's we, keep this going. We want we want to be part of the solution. We want to be part of like keeping this thing going." Yes, we did have several businesses that stepped forward and mm-hmm. and said, "We need this event." Yeah. So, it it you know it. It's it's a it's not just a fundraiser for us. It's not just a fourth holiday weekend for the for the other businesses. But we also use it as a marketing tool. It's it is it's designed also to bring 
folks in that have never been here before. So, yeah, they come out to, you know, do their fair share of partying and they float along the beautiful Colorado River. Yeah. But then, you know, they're going to think, well, hey, I'm going to bring my family back next time. I'm going to rent a place over here and I'm going to, you know, spend my money in this restaurant or that restaurant and buy gas and buy stuff at the grocery stores. And You know, it's it's funny. Last year I was at the launch mm -hmm. at Buckskin. Right. And getting just some photographs for Parker Live and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, uh, you know, I was walking around talking to different people. And I can't remember who I was talking Was it maybe Don at uh, Spanky's? Talking to him. And I hear this voice, John? You know, and I turn around. And it's a whole group of people from San Clemente that I know. <laughs> uh, who I, I had no idea were going to be here. But they probably, they're not, they don't have boats themselves. Or, or, or wave runners or... You know, they're not the kind of crowd that is typically going to come to Parker at other times. So they would never have been exposed to Parker or the Parker Strip before and came for this event. And now they've been to Parker. They've done the Parker thing. They had an Airbnb that they were at and, you know, rented the house for the weekend and stuff like that. And uh, and now they have a good memory of Parker, Arizona. And that's a group of mostly mid 20s girls mm-hmm. that would not have been here otherwise. And so the whole point is well, of what you're saying about marketing, I understand. Yes, I know you do. I see that mm-hmm. and I go like, "Oh yeah, uh, if you want this place still to be here in decades time, the Parker Tube Float is a really really good idea." It is a really good idea and and th- that's the demographic we are marketing to. It's the 20s yeah. and 30s something folks that um, we want to make sure um, have a good experience in Parker because those are going to be our future second homeowners. Those are going to be our future snowbirds, Mm -hmm. possibly. So um, we have to think to the future. We have to have sustainable tourism. And thinking well to the future is one of the things that our office does very well. Yeah, absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, using social media and all of that. Now, is there – do you do – which hashtags do you promote on this thing? Is it Parker Tube Float? Is that a good hashtag? We have a hashtag. Parker Tube Float. We mm-hmm. always use Parker Arizona. Um, this year, our tagline... Parker AZ or... Parker, Par- Parker AZ. Okay. Our page is Parker Arizona. Right, right. And we use Parker AZ. Um, sometimes we use Parker. Sometimes we use Arizona. It, just, it depends on, again, who... if What platform we're on and who we're... Who we're trying to reach? Who we're targeting? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I can imagine it's a big day for Instagram around here. Instagram, and... Snapchat, right? Facebook, of course, you know. You yeah, know. yeah. But, it's it's always there. Facebook's Snapchat always there. And Instagram. Last year we had a Snapchat uh, filter. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and but, for people who don't know what that is, it's kind of like a uh, frame for your photos on Instagram that that peg it to here, right? That tell people where you were at. Parker two float. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it it uh, didn't work as well as we wanted to because our infrastructure isn't infrastructure isn't what it is in the cities. So, um, but Snapchat was really cool about it. I mean, we paid for this filter and uh, we called and we said, man, we didn't really have much usage out of it. Mm-hmm. We didn't have, they refunded our money. So they refunded it because it wasn't used all that much. Yeah. Yeah. They were really cool. Snapchat and are you doing that really again cool. this year? We are not. Um, we were working on, Lisa was working really hard to get uh, what's called the super cow uh, from Verizon wireless, which mm-hmm. is a big mobile cell tower so that we can increase oh. um, usage. 
Um, jury's still out on that as to whether or not we're going to get it, but it is becoming a safety issue. Is it is if, it possible you could get it for this year? Is that what you're saying? That's what we're working on. Possible, possible. possible but yeah. I don't know. Um, now, that's a good point that you're raising. So for people who don't know, along the river, uh, depending on where you are, you may or may not have cell service. Correct. And depending on where you are, because I get it on a lot of the river on mm -hmm. AT&T. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know that Verizon, you know, which is typically thought of as being the better carrier for being for around here. Uh, I've always had AT&T here and it's gotten better and better and better. Mm -hmm. But um, on the river, there there are pockets where I get nothing and there are pockets where I get five bars of LTE. Right. And so it just depends on where you're at. But um, see, this is and again, I love talking to you guys about this stuff because you understand like very few other uh, sort of business leaders and that sort of thing around here and you're trying to sort of pull people along and educate that there are new ways to market that if you're not in, if you're not in the game, you're just going to lose the game. And so, and you know that. And so like getting a, a mobile cell tower to try to keep people engaged on social media during a, a big event like this is seen as a priority by you guys where other people wouldn't even think think of, well, why, why does it matter whether people have cell service or not? Well, we did it first as a safety issue for communication. Absolutely first. Safety first always, always, okay. always with this event. But, okay. but, but in other marketing, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, if we were to get that, we probably might do a, a Snapchat filter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Our... You know, those things are just, I don't know. It, it's so interesting. I mean, of course, I... I'm in a digital world with what I do. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I guess we're probably talking to a, a mixture of people right now who, you know, may or may not really care uh, very much about what happens on social media and, or don't see it as real. I mean, I've got friends my age that are like, eh, it's, you know, they don't even really see the. It's funny, I was in a coffee shop the other day and I'm overhearing this woman. Uh, She's talking, talk, talking to a friend of hers, or they might actually. Now that I think about it, they might have had a a job interview or something that they were doing together. Um, like one might have been interviewing the other. Uh, but this girl, she's like, I'm friends with the most connected man in America on LinkedIn. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? <laughs> this guy's got like you know how many, however many thousand uh, connections on LinkedIn, and uh, you know I'm thinking this is a dubious honor. I'm not sure that this stuff matters, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean. But uh, it is the real world now, and it is important. It is, and so what happens on there can influence a lot. People can hear about this or not hear about it because of its presence on Facebook or not. Right. You know, or it's people uh, people talking about it online or not. And so. Well, I find it fascinating even. Um, and I'll, I'll just use the recent vote as an example. Mm -hmm. um, there were after the election, there were still people who didn't know about it in this area. And I know we have like one. Oh, the election. There, we have two weekly publications here. We mm -hmm. have radio. We mm -hmm. have social media. Um posters, flyers, things like that is is how we get 
the word out. Not everybody does Facebook. Not everybody reads the newspapers. Right. Um, not everybody, unfortunately, listens to KLPZ. Right. <laughs> so, you know, how else do you get the word out? You go it, all, it all of the is, above, and it, then anyone who's, uh, whose head is under a rock, you just have to say, I'm sorry, but uh, it, it was out everywhere. Yeah. We tried yeah. our best. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, when we put everything um for the tube float on social media and went all digital and did um you know pre-registration online that was when we had our biggest success okay yeah and and it, it made a huge difference now i'm looking here at by the way i didn't know that parker tube float had its own yelp entry four out of five stars did you know that i did not that's yeah. awesome i didn't know I'll that either because I, I just googled parker tube float and there it is right there yelp parker tube float festivals Mm -hmm. Four out of five stars. Maybe I did know that. Uh, anyway, it says here, so is there a theme? It says the rats are back. The rats are back. You know what? You know, last year it was 40 floating years. Mm -hmm. And this year we just, we wanted to go back a little bit retro. I mean, everybody wants to be a river rat. River rat is so popular right now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we um, we had the original artist of, of the original river rat, Jimmy C, do a logo for us um, mm -hmm. several years ago. And um, that's what's on the back of our shirt. So we take our rats out of that big logo and use it for the pocket logo and, and some digital and some print. So um, we do... The rats are back. The rats are back. The rats are back. Uh, how much is the event? It is $20 per person. Okay. And if you are going to have a vessel with your float group, you are allowed one vessel per float group. The vessel may not leave the float group during the event, and that is $25 to register a vessel. Well, that's not bad at all. I mean, if people want to have a boat with them and have, like, say, a whole boat full of floaters uh, that they're going to be that they're going to be doing. I mean, when you add everybody together, it's you know you pull your money, and that's how that's right. That's how you do the event. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. What else? Do, what else are we not talking about about this? Now, last year I remember being up at uh, Buckskin, mm -hmm. which, by the way. Stunning. It's so good, right? It's just a beautiful, serene park, and you have yes. that big red rock across from it, and uh -huh. it, there's just so much beautiful scenery along the way. And it's a perfect place to start. Is. Yeah, it, it really, really is. is, and they've got that uh, sandy beach there that extends right down into the water, and, and mm. uh, it's a perfect like launch pad for it people. It really is. It's very nice. Yeah, I, so I was impressed. You know, I was able to pull up my boat and do stuff, do my do my thing for Parker live there very easily and talk to people and mm -hmm. you know maybe we'll do a little interviewing this time and talk okay. to people and see where they all came from and that sort of thing but um there was a very nice vibe there and it was also I felt like a pretty calm and uh stable vibe where mm -hmm. you know it wasn't pe people were it wasn't frantic or chaotic it was very it seemed very under control to me yes and one of the things is, uh, about last year is that people were very well behaved yeah people were very well behaved and i got that comment from law enforcement as well and um also we have some wonderful folks um uh, pastor louis from mm -hmm. Christ Church on the River, and also Pastor Glenn from First Baptist Church. The pastors get involved. The pastors in the... get involved. Wow. And they are so cool. They run their church bands for us. 
Um, oh, to, as shuttles? Picking up stragglers. Oh, um, I see. This year, they're going to be running internally throughout the launch period to get floaters where they need to be if they mm-hmm. need to get the registration wristbands or they need to get back to the shuttle or get back to their car or whatever. They're going to be on site helping us move people around. And then um, they will be out on the river road picking up, you know, stragglers if we have any. Um you know, they, it, it's just a, a, a wonderful thing that they do um, in, in community service. And, and we're very, very grateful to That's both so of those cool. entities. It is very cool. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you also have people that volunteer as assist vessels. Yes. And, um, we have several from Parker Rotary that come out and do assist vessel. Um, we have some local folks that do it um, just to help out. They enjoy the event. We have um, some folks on PWCs and kayaks that do only trash throughout the event. Mm-hmm. And then we have another group that comes on Sunday. And we always need more help. We always I'm not saying we have enough help, but we always need more help um, and, and do trash pickup on Sunday. Sunday. And then there's a group of divers that go out on Sunday as well. And and okay. th- those folks said that they that was the the least amount of trash ever. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to me. You yeah. know, if you if you kind of shift it forward, where most of the event is happening in the morning and it's not languishing through till like you know six seven p.m. and, yeah. and all that. You know, of course you're going to have less drunk people you're gonna have less trash you're gonna have less issues it's not going right it's not going by a lot of these uh housing communities and that sort of thing as right. the way it was i just think yeah it, mm-hmm. it, it makes a lot of sense it does make a lot of sense and i just wanted to add you know at the there the finish line will be at pirate's den and they will have an after party there in conjunction with um a country booze cruise a, a large group that I came was, last year. Yeah. They're coming again this year. Mm-hmm. And so there will be um, some country bands out there. There'll be food and beverage for purchase. Um, we'll be doing our prize, our fabulous prize drawing. Well, tell me about that. What are the prizes and what are they for? We usually have iFloats. Um, we have um, items from Blue Water Resort and Casino because they're a sponsor as well. Um, we just have a lot of different um, beachy type of, of things that are, are very, very cool. Some are donated, some we purchase because we want to make sure that we have enough prizes. Good good prizes for people. Good prizes, but, good prizes. But are you saying, are these random drawings? They are. Okay. Once people get to the finish line, they take their wristband off and they we write their name. Mm-hmm. And you have to be present to win. So we put it in a, in a bucket, a big tumbler, and um, then we start, we thank our sponsors and we talk about you know what great time we had and all that stuff and then we cool, do cool, cool. the prize drawing and start drawing people's names but it used to be that the tube float was a race and it did used to be that yeah and people would have there'd be like first and second and third place and people would want to try to be first yes uh not anymore right it, it with that route it was it became too difficult to render positions um it was taking too long for people to get down to the finish line. Um, some people didn't even make it to the finish line. Um, that afternoon wind comes up and right. they would get stuck. And um, so with with this route, it's 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 just a, a much better plan. So well, so yeah. instead of those prizes, instead of those places, you know, first and second, we invest in prizes. And the other. I, man, I was starting a sentence and now I can't finish it because I forgot what it was. Well, and we did raise the price. It used to be $10. It was $10 for 
forever. Yeah, but you know what? Nothing's ten dollars anymore. At no. least nothing. That, you can't go to a concert for ten. Nothing or 20 like bucks. nothing like this. Yeah. So so you know we have uh, some um, astronomical um, expenses for this. Of course. Um, yeah. For the. Um, for the uh the event we have insurance and the transportation which i think is 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 absolutely um necessary to right. maintain control and to make sure that we have um you know folks are together and they don't get separate separated and things like that yeah yeah um it's just it's just a much better plan i know the flow. other thing that i was going to say is that one thing we are not even talking about anymore and i think it's for a good reason is uh those big sort of DIY floats with the big uh oil oil barrels, drums the 55 gallon barrels the barrels mm -hmm. that would float and stuff like that and people would build their own their own thing which no doubt was great fun but it it was hazardous and toxic potentially and all that kind of stuff we don't we're not even talking about it this year and I noticed that because in every previous year, it was a thing where you were having to make a big deal of like, don't bring these 55-gallon drums and don't bring these floats. You won't get in the event and it's mm -hmm. not... Uh, is Are we not talking about it because it's a non-issue now for the most part? We can talk about it, absolutely. Um, for years, people would make them out of 55-gallon drums and plywood and and things like that and 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 it was it was allowed right. um the rule was that they were supposed to have been on inner tubes oh i see um but, uh, to be all... legal right. but you know then people wanted to build these things and 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 they would just leave them they would abandon them on the river and then we would get charged for having to haul them out and it's not cheap it's right. about 250 dollars to haul one of those out and dispose of it wow so we um outlawed them <laughs> yeah um we um you know i know that there have been people who have gone to a lot of expense and and up until we moved to buckskin um there were some that we did allow as long as they registered with us and we could check that they came in on a trailer and they weren't just building them on the shoreline and abandoning them that because that's what we felt would typically happen based on our experience yeah and um so if they had if, you know if they came in on a trailer then um you know we would we would allow it mm -hmm. but it just became too much of an issue um we didn't know where the barrels were coming from epo would not allow it so we have to deal with a lot of different agencies when we do this this event so um it's not just us being you know hard nose um or not want you know we're yeah we're being we don't strict. want you to have fun well we're not the fun police and we want right. everybody to have fun um but we we have to no, I hear make you. sure that things are 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 easily cleaned yeah. up and people pack it in pack it out mm -hmm. um we want people to have fun but we have to have we have to make sure that people are safe and tidy as well. Right, and so these these drums, and I mean, from my perspective, again, I mean, I have a limited, I don't have an overview, but uh, from my experience last year, I didn't see that many of them. No, we really made a hard call last year, and no drums, no no right. homemade floats. There's so many really cool um, inflatable floats out there. There's just really That's no true. reason to build one. I think what I'd be doing if I were to do the float, because I never do the float. Mm -hmm. I never. I we you know. Don't. Yeah, you don't. You, you're busy. Yeah. But uh, I. But if I were to do it, like actually be a floater, 
I think I'd probably get one of the big um, rubber mats. What do you call those? Uh, uh, iFloat or Aqua Lily Pad or yeah, Maui yeah, Mat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maui Mat. Yeah, mm-hmm. those things. I'd probably get one of those and like put, you know, 10 of my friends on it. Yeah. And just have this giant floating mat. Uh, that that would seem like it would be fun. That seems like it would be fun because you can stand on those if you need to stand up. You get out of the water. They're so cool. Yeah, yeah. They're Very pretty cool. pricey depending on you know the brand and everything. I mean, they're you're you're talking about a lot of foam. Yeah, and it's high quality and it's put together in a really good mm-hmm. way. So you know they they are a little pricey, but I think it would be fun. And we usually have uh, two of those as um, part of our prize drawing. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be in that prize drawing. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I, so kudos, and I think that this, uh, this year is going to be interesting. So June 9th. June 9th. Do people register before June 9th, or do people register on the morning? You know, we love pre-registration because Makes it we easier. can get your stuff together. We can, um, you know, make sure everybody's wristbands are are grouped together. Also, you have you are required to have a float group name, and some of them are hilarious. I'm sure. One, some the, of them can we say on the radio? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. We can. Some we can't. You know what I would call the uh, my float if I if I could uh, if I could name a float this year, I'd call it Laurel, <laughs> Yanny, Laurel. Yeah, that's what I call it. Yeah, I call it the Lanny the the Yanny, Yanny Laurel float. float. Yanny Laurel float. Well, you, you, uh, of course, you played it earlier, but, um, you know, we had trouble with hearing that. And so we posted it on our, um, on our, uh, webs, on our <laughs> I Facebook saw that. page. I, I played it on the radio earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And, I heard yours. Cause we were really confused. Mm-hmm. Um, we needed some help from our Facebook followers. So, so we posted one on, on, on our Facebook pages and, um, I heard something completely different in uh, yours. I know. Yeah, isn't for that, whatever reason. Isn't that weird? It so is weird. You can go to the Parker, Arizona Facebook page or the Parker Regional Chamber of Commerce Facebook page or our Tube Float event page mm-hmm. on Facebook and uh, go check out our uh, Laurel and Yanni um, <laughs> recording um, and, get, you know, just uh, tell us what you hear. Yeah. It's going to be very cool. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. We've said it all. I think so. We've done it all. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that we didn't cover? Just um, go to parkerfun.com to register. We do uh, need uh, volunteers for every aspect. Um, Last year, we... Um, for our vessels, we provide a gas voucher, ice and water during mm-hmm. the event. And we had a really nice volunteer appreciation dinner last year for our volunteers. And we had a lot of prize drawings for, for that event as well. Cool. And people really liked it. And it was just really great. Well, yeah, because it helps them feel appreciated oh, too. Oh, my goodness. We we could, we can't do it without volunteers. Right. There's so many events that are run on volunteerism and... Um, and you know, it's it, it just really makes a community what it is. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I was also thinking about, you know, the whole list of sort of just generalized advice to give people who are coming mm-hmm. things to bring, things not to bring. Yes, that is at parkerfun.com. Okay. Um, there is a list of rules there. Um, it also includes a, um, I, I really simplified it last year. Um, I did a must have, mm-hmm. I did a do not bring and 
a highly recommended section. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, sunscreen hats, uh, shoes. Sunscreen's <laughs> a big one, I think. Yeah. Especially definitely. for people who are not currently sunned. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. <laughs> I yes, see a I lot. Do. You can see a lot of red people uh, over the years at at the end of tube float. Oh my! And last year probably not as much because again it's shorter and shorter. People are, I think, mm-hmm. learning the rules, learning the best practices by now. Yes. And so uh, sunscreen is good. Uh, mm-hmm. de- dehydrating, uh, or no, hydrating, hydrating mm-hmm. uh, fluids. Yeah. Are are good. Yeah. And over the next couple of weeks, we'll be giving out a lot of you know really cool tube float hacks and yeah and so people can do that but parkerfun.com there'll be uh, a link there for launch details there is a uh, list of rules and uh, recommendations also um, our uh, volunteer application and um, you can sign up for a couple hours or you can sign up for a couple different shifts if you like um, mm-hmm. there's Saturday and Sunday and we need help both days so okay um, we really appreciate everybody's um, cooperation um, we're glad to uh, provide this event for the the business community and for our visitors because you know these this is our future we have to yeah. have sustainable tourism well and as i was going to say you know that the uh the route goes by sundance and foxes and roadrunner and pi- ends, ends at pirates, pirates. Mm-hmm. yeah so i mean there there are a lot of options for people who want to stop and 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 it's turned into a spectator event yeah <laughs> You're right. Know? So those bars are busy. Those bars are packed. You know what, too? If you're not floating, it is just a fun day to be out on the water and look at things and see people. Well, and... you can't just come in all looky-loo, willy-nilly. Well, I just mean if you yeah. were a, uh, a customer at Roadrunner sure. or something. You know, Absolutely. you just wanted to kind of stand on the balcony and right. check everything out and have a drink. I mean, that's a that's a good thing, too. Right. But uh, if, you can, if you can volunteer, do. If you can float, do. Yes. And it's a big uh, open, open uh, event for everybody. Absolutely. Okay, cool, cool. Thank you, John. Thank you, Mary Hamilton from Parker Area Re- Parker Area Regional Chamber. <laughs> Parker, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do it again. Parker Regional Chamber of Commerce and Tourism. That's it. I knew I'd get it right. Third time lucky. Third time's a chance. Yeah. Well, you guys have a long name. It's very We do, but it, it it encompasses what we do. So. It's exactly right. All right, thanks so much. Mm-hmm.